Good day, Feast Binonan. This is Cap Marky, and I'd like to welcome you all to Feast at Home. And also, I'd like to welcome all the feasters out there and our first-time viewers. Lahat ng mga kapatid natin sa pananampalataya, welcome, welcome po kayo dito. And we are now in the series The Clash, and we are in Talk 3, titled Greed versus Generosity. <laughs> Umbisaan po natin with something really basic. Yan, something really basic. How should you read the Bible? Basic sa iba, no? Pero minsan, hindi basic yan. <laughs> no. Uh, sa shop namin, no? I have a shop, no? Uh, meron kaming daily, na, you know, Bible reading. We have a Bible reading. But very recently, hindi kami, may, hindi kami nagiging consistent. Well, I was not consistent, no? Lately, I'm bigat. Uh, I didn't feel like sharing or because... Uh, I had I had a hard time to personalize my approach, but here's my point. No, I must personalize my Bible reading. Naisip ko na dapat maintindihan ko na muna before I share it with my crew. And even na alam ko that he knows what I'm going through, and alam niya mga burden ko. The Lord knows my burdens, and I also know that he knows my happiness. You know, my joys and my tears and all that. Okay. I know I'm his beloved. And when I read the Bible, I expect him to speak to me. Para mapabuti pa yung gawain na ginagawa. The Bible reading and all that. But there's an important step that we miss. Before you personalize, you must contextualize. Ano yung sabihin Diba? For some reason, God did not ask an angel to what, send the Bible over to earth. <laughs> diba? Hindi naman biglang nalaglag na lang yan galing sa langit at napunta sa makamay ng mga tao. No. The Bible didn't drop from heaven on a silver platter also. God used human authors to write the Bible. And those are hundreds of authors. <laughs> diba? And hindi rin yan na parang hinawakan ni, ni Lord yung mga authors para alam nila kung ano yung susulat nila, di ba? Parang tinatapik-tapik, oh, ito yung sulat mo. No, God didn't do that, no? God didn't bypass the author's personality, intelligence, culture, history, and means of observation. Hindi po yung ginawa ni Lord. Kaya meaning, ayun sabihin, I too should not, as a reader, should not bypass the author. Di ba? Yung bubuksan mo yung Biblia, tuturo mo yung daliri mo doon. Tapos kung ano yung natapat. <laughs> and reading them with your modern eyes, di ba? Uh, it doesn't work that way. So, before I personalize the Bible, I must enter into the world of the human biblical author. Yung nakikita mo, yung nakikita ng, kumbaga, makita mo yung pinigdaan ng author kung Nung panahon niya. No? Well, bottom line, I must respect the human authors that God used. Kung mapapansin nyo, this is what you've been learning here at the feast. Contextualizing before personalizing. And yes, it's harder work. Mahirap po. Diba? Compared dun sa just you know, reading a few verses that makes us feel good. But I promise you, mga kapatid, if you do the hard work na maunawaan ang original intent of the author, the spiritual fruits you'll bear are all worth it.
Now, there are two benefits of respecting the human biblical author. First, if you contextualize, you'll avoid the extreme errors of the Bible interpretation. Na sobra dali lang malin lang. Now, for 2,000 years, many religious persons sincerely believe that God have told them what to do crazy things. Diba? Like, iwan yung mga pamilya, mag-asawa ng marami, diba? Pumatay. Because God told them to do so in the Bible. Diba? Kaya, if you contextualize, now you'll avoid the extreme errors of Bible interpretation. Second, if you contextualize before you personalize, you'll get God's fuller message for your life. Like, well, tulad ng parable na babasahin natin today, it's actually mind-blowing. <laughs> if, you, if you understand the context, diba? if you understand the context, it will blow your mind. Now, are you ready? For that, let's pray our favorite prayer here in the feast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I am God's beloved, I am God's servant, I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, <laughs> I'd like to welcome you all to an empowering exploration of Matthew. <laughs> and today, I'd like to preach the message, You Belong to God. Once again, the common mistake. Dapat nating maiwasan is reading a parable as a standalone story. Diba? Matthew did not write a series of parables. No? He wrote a book. The meaning of the parable is tied up to the meaning of the entire book. The buong libro. Uh, for example, halimbawa, this parable is connected to everything diba? sa lahat na nangyari that transpired the day before. Uh, the day before, Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey and announced himself as, you know, as the new king. You know, as the end. Well, he entered into the temple like he owned the place, diba? Nagtaub-taub siya ng mga mesa doon sa galit, diba? Lalo na, you know, he did this against the religious leaders. And he curses the fig tree, which is a symbol of Israel, because, yeah, Israel was no longer bearing fruit, diba? Well, meron pa. There's something more. This parable we're about to read is so special. It's like an infographic of the entire storyline of the Bible. Pagkababasahin natin, magets natin ito. Pagkabasa natin, magets natin. Kaya, basahin na natin. You'll notice there are three parts. Act 1. The landowner pours his love to his vineyard. Now, Jesus said, now listen to another story. Another story because this is a set of three parables. Nabasa na natin una yung last week. Diba? Kaya yung the story of the two sons. Now we'll read the third parable next week. Okay, let's get back. Let's get back to reading. Now listen to another story. A certain landowner planted a vineyard, built a wall around it, dug a pit for pressing out the grape juice, 
and built a lookout tower. Then he leased the vineyard to tenant farmers and moved to another country. Ancient Jews uh, knew their Bible by heart. They knew the, their Bible by heart. Kaya yung mga nakikinig sa kanya knew Jesus was borrowing from a beautiful love poem from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 5, verses 1 to 2. Let's read it also. Now I will sing for the one I love a song about his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a rich and fertile hill. He plowed the land, cleared its stones, and planted it with best vines. In the middle, he built a watchtower and carved a wine press in the nearby rocks. God is the landowner, and he loves his vineyard, Israel. Let's personalize this. You are God's vineyard. God pours his internal love into your life. He blesses you, sets you up, provides for you. Now, well, in my life, I think how he gave me everything I need to flourish. You know, my family, my talents, and even all the trials I went through. This shaped me into who I am today. Because you know who I am. lang na madalas we think, no? Madalas, we think we're not blessed. That we lack blessings. But that's because we forget that everything is a gift. We forget that everything is a gift. We take for granted what we had, you know, what we have, and you no, know, we think we own them. Pero ang katotohanan yan, we are more blessed than we think we are, no? We are more blessed than we think we are. Can you declare that, kapatid? Now, put your hands on your chest and proclaim, I am more blessed than I think I am. I am more blessed than I think I am. Well, sadly, this um, the parable turns ugly. Act 2. Tenants think they're owners. Let's continue the story. At the time of the grape harvest, he sent his servants to collect his share of the crop. But the farmers grabbed his servants, beat one, killed one, and stoned another. So the landowner sent a larger group of his servants to collect for him. But the results were the same. Finally, the owner sent his son, thinking, Surely they will respect my son. But when the tenant farmer saw his son coming, they said to one another, Here comes the heir to, the, to his estate. Come on, let's kill him and get the estate for ourselves. So they grabbed him, dragged him out of the vineyard, and murdered him. This is horrible. Uh, murdering the messenger, and worse, mabigat, son of the owner. Diba? Ano bang iniisip nila nung panahon na yan? Kung babasahin mo if you read the parable in context, obvious naman na kung sino tinutukoy ni Jesus, diba? God was the landowner, Israel was the vineyard, diba? And these bad tenants ay yung mga religious leaders who were bent on killing Jesus. <laughs> Actually, Jesus was predicting his death again through this parable. Jesus was also referring to the storyline of the entire Bible huh? where Israel rejected God's prophet like Elijah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. Now, may I go deeper? Laliman pa natin. Let's personalize. 
enter your surrendered state. How could these tenants do such a despicable, cruel thing? One reason, one reason, the tenants thought they were owners. Huh? The tenants thought that they no, they thought they were owners. Boom, boom, na sa isip nila yung ganito, di ba? The land is ours. This harvest is ours. We worked for it. How dare the landowner get his share? Pinigirapan namin yan. Ganyan, ganyan. <laughs> Bakit ako kung yun ang nangyari siya? Tibay, no? And, you know, that in their heads, you know, yan ang, that made them kill. No? Now, look around you, brothers and sisters, but look around you. Do you see violence? <laughs> Do you see abuse, war, crime, no? drugs? This is the biggest reason. We think we own our life. We think we own our life. We hallucinate that we're owners. Diba? This is also the reason people have so much stress, worry, fear. We think we're alone in this thing called life. We think we answered to no one. This was the unforgettable lesson I learned when, I, you know, when my parents passed away. You know? I... You know, I was never ready for it, and you know, there's this ownership, ownership that you know, you I own this life. Discard Lord. There's this, there's this temptation that I can do it on my own. I can take care of my family without God. And that's still the temptations that I get. You know? But I've already been in a place where I already surrendered my life to the Lord. Surrendered state. Yeah. And when I pray, I am reminded of this surrendered state. And I am reminded I am reminded that I don't own anything. I don't own my life. I don't own my family. I don't own my material things. Yeah. I don't even you know it's all just you know, least <laughs> and and this you know, this makes me shout out that in realization you know, I belong to God let's continue the parable act 3 landowner will replace the tenants here's how the story ends huh? let's read when the owner of the vineyard returns, Jesus asks, What do you think he will do to those farmers? The religious leaders replied, He will put the wicked men to a horrible death and lease the vineyard to others who will give him his share to the crop after each harvest. When the leading priests and Pharisees heard this parable, they realized he was telling the story against them, that they were the wicked farmers. I love this detail. No, I love this detail that Matthew included. You know, I can imagine the Pharisees and Sadducees. You know, sila yung tutungutungu pa sila sa pagkakwento ni Jesus. No, when he talk about the, you know, the bad guys there, the tenants, and only to realize, di ba? Ilan siguro mo mga ilan siguro na realize nila di ba that they were the bad guys in the story, <laughs> di ba? Magitamin pit na mga ano la, parang ah. Hmm? 
Look along. Come here. Lang. <laughs> now let me focus on verse 43. Let's read. I tell you the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a nation that will produce the proper fruit. Now Jesus said in the new kingdom the tenants will be replaced. And that's what King Jesus did. If you go to the very end of Matthew's gospel, the last three verses, Jesus assigned new tenants for the vineyard and he said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of age. Now, let's personalize. You're the new tenant and his new tenant, you have been given authority by God. First, the authority to represent him. You're God's face in the world. When people, di ba, pag nakita ka ng tao, now, will they get an idea of who God is? Will they get a glimpse of his love? Second, the authority to care for his vineyard, the church. Diba? Not the building, huh? But the people. Yeah? To, to stop thinking only of yourself and start living for others. Being selfless. Okay, once again, being selfless is an impossible task. On my own, I cannot do it. No? I am embarrassed to say this, but in my life, I cannot count the number of times now, you know, that I've been tempted to do worse stuff. Greedy right? stuff. Right? Tempted to think that my life is mine. But I'm grateful that his son, who was murdered on a cross, Jesus Christ gave himself to me so that through his dying and rising, he gave me the super, that supernatural power to do what I cannot do on my own. <laughs> and that's why we make the sign of the cross. Because it's, the, you know, it's only through this cross we can actually be good tenants. Every day, keep on declaring keep on declaring the truth I belong to God may all your prayers and dreams come true let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen Heavenly Father forgive us Lord for our sins you are the greatest Lord and we surrender to you all of the wholeness of ourselves Lord to you help us Lord in this journey to be selfless help us Lord to be better tenants help us Lord na maunawa namin lahat ng plano mo para sa amin kaya Lord patuloy mo kaming patubayan patuloy mo kaming bigyan ng lakas patuloy mo pakita sa amin Lord yung ilang sa amin namin tatahakin Lord Lord, uh, we lift to you, Lord, all our brothers and sisters that Lord, grant them healing, Lord, especially those affected by this pandemic. Grant them healing, Lord, my Father. We humbly ask and pray. Grant them healing. Lord, salamat din sa isang linggo na binigay niyo sa amin. Lord, we look forward na for a more productive week. Lord, uh, we 
ask that we, we do better and be a better person of ourselves this week. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Hi, Feast Binangonan. <laughs> Again, this is Cap Marky. Thank you all for joining us today. And again, uh, be safe, be stronger. Bounce together always. Keep shouting at I belong to God. Let's be a better version of God bless us all. Stay safe.